This little light of mine. Welcome to the Witness to Love podcast, where we discuss the transforming power of authentic witnesses and community that marriages and families create for our church and world. I'm Mary Rose Verrett. And I'm Ryan Verrett. We are a Catholic married couple seeking to draw other married couples closer to Christ. We release a podcast every third Thursday of the month. Thank you for tuning in. We're so glad you are here. Welcome back to the Witness to Love podcast. We have two wonderful guests with us this morning, Jason and Sarah Kidd. Welcome, Jason and Sarah. Thank you. Good to be with you. Share with our audience a little bit about uh, yourselves and uh, just for our audience, uh, anyone who is listening to this podcast and has not signed up for the year of belonging, uh, we have a date night series and Jason and Sarah are sharing in this month's date night for the year of belonging. And they also shared uh, their witness for our mini date night series during the pandemic. And they were so wonderful. We were like, we have got to get them on this podcast. So Jason and Sarah, just share a little bit about yourselves. So uh, I serve uh, in the Archdiocese of Portland, kind of youth, marriage, and family. And uh, Sarah and I have been married 17 years. Uh, we've got four kids, and we are still married. Praise the yeah. Lord. <laughs> uh, I uh, was a teacher and um, became a mom, and I have been home since. So we had, yeah, four kiddos, two girls, two boys, 14, 12 eight and six. Seven. All right. That's exciting. <laughs> yes. Good stuff. Good stuff. Busy. It's busy. Yes. But well spread out. So yes. uh, a, little, yeah. a little activity for everyone. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yes. Well, well uh, in your, uh, the video that you did, uh, I, I loved the acronym RAP. So uh-huh. <laughs> uh, every time I hear it, it makes me chuckle. And uh, but it's so easy to remember uh, the, what it stands for and, and just to have that little uh, uh, trick. So yeah, in your, your witness video, you talked about rap, uh, remember, affirm, and pursue. Um, and, and those were three ways, remember, affirm, and pursue, uh, ways that you could really belong uh, to your spouse and, and, and to God and just uh, to honor the, the, the wedding vows and the sacrament. And I just, I loved uh, the, the practical tips, the insights, uh, the, the wisdom that you shared. And so um, maybe could you, could we just talk a little bit about how you, how you, where this came from and how this has worked in your lives? Uh, well, I think um, belonging um, that's such a, that's a weighty word, right? Um, and so what does that mean? Um, as, and when we talk about with, um, uh, as individuals, right? And what does that mean as a couple? Um, so I think we just focused on two things. I think, right, my, um, I recognize that my deepest, truest identity is that I belong to God, right? Um, and so, uh, and then, uh, secondly, the, the most significant relationship that I have on earth is with my husband. And so I think um, those two are connected in such a way. Um, but um, I guess, so just, but in the, the daily grind of life and family life and children, and um, mm. that's a... Uh, you almost become like a member of a team, 
<laughs> which is great. But also um, you may get um, narrow minded and forget that um, uh, that deepest identity and um, belonging to each other. I don't know, I guess, um, what would you say? Yeah, I think the, the belonging you know, that we come from somewhere. And mm. so we have to look back a little bit. And I don't know about you, but I, I, for, I forget things so quickly, you know, mm. uh, the, my attention span is, you know, 20 seconds. And, <laughs> and so I, I have to be intentional about kind of placing myself, you know, where I've come from and where I am now. And, and, and so that as, as Catholics, uh, as Christians, like we, we know that, that we were created with a purpose, uh, we were created for love, mm -hmm. and that that uh, directs where we go from there. And so, you know, remembering that we belong helps us to make a gift of self. It, it helps uh, us yeah. to mm -hmm. to um, remember to to be in relationship and spend some time in prayer with the Lord every day, um, and then also with our with our spouse. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's hard to give if you're not full, right? It's hard to, <laughs> Ryan and I always talk about like, you know, you have getting ready for the day, right? Yeah, we uh, get up pretty early and I think I'll try to I'll put my feet on the floor and in some way I, I have to sort of, I think this was more of me when we were initially married and-, and just, It's not so hard anyway. <laughs> <laughs> but then the idea was, is today going to be about me or is today going to be about sort of us? Yes. You know, there are so many opportunities to sort of decide, is this a me activity or is this an us activity? Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, you really kind of gone in the wrong direction if the majority of your time as a family and in a household is just so kind of tailor made to this is to sort of just a me, me activity. You know? mm -hmm. um, yeah, I love, I love this, this topic because it's, it's uh, you can talk about it probably for more than a year, but it's just that when when we're connected and we're sort of known, it just builds such a sense of security. And um, not that we're trying to go into any sort of psychological, you know, direction here, but just the the number of probably couples that just feel um, a lack of really being connected, of just because of their own maybe backgrounds, uh, maybe the experiences and choices that they made or and things like that. But in marriage, obviously belonging to each other is going to be that first solid foot. So we don't want to miss a step uh, in any stage of marriage before we can kind of really go deeper into the sacrament of matrimony. Yeah. yeah. And I, I love what you had shared uh, just in the beginning when you were introducing um, your, the, the date night, uh, we talked about how it, it's hard to like, to keep the sense of belonging over the years. So like when you first get married that, you know, everybody comes together and they're so excited and so present and so supportive, like you're like wrapped around by family and friends, right? And it's almost like pushing you together, right? It's easy to belong. Yes. Um, even though you don't know, you didn't know each other as well then as you do today, there was there were more people kind of wrapping you in belonging, right? Like, like it was just more expected, but then over the years, you know, just moving and jobs and, and, and children, and just everything just starts to pull you apart sure. and have that intentionality of like, I know we're going to get pulled and we got to pull towards each other and pull towards God. Mm -hmm. um, and it's, it's just, it's such an important thing to remember because it's like, so was uh there was an amazing and I, i'm just like thinking about this uh, thing that happened this past weekend so on the on friday night 
a couple came over to visit uh, that we had mentored as they were getting married almost eight years ago. And then on Saturday night, a couple came over for dinner that had kind of mentored us when we were getting ready to get married and they, and Ryan had known them for like 20 plus years and, and to have like, to be reflecting with a couple, I was like, we were in the middle, right? We, the night before we had the couple we had mentored and the next night we had the couple that had mentored us and like, we're just somewhere in the middle, but we're all on this same journey. We're all experiencing, you know, challenges with maybe, you know, with our kids, their decisions, their health, <laughs> our parents, their decisions, their health, right? It's, <laughs> it's fascinating how... Yeah, now that you mention it, right? the, the, that we were, we were talking about the topic of fatherhood mm-hmm. and the yes. same... So I, I had that sort of a struggle, you know, which, which kind of, you know, fall, and then, but so the, the couple who mentored me, that, that father had the same issue. And then the couple that we mentored, the, the gentleman had kind of same issue. Now I'm thinking about it. It was sort of all the same sort of thing. And, um, but a lot of it's about belonging, right. In, in, in the context of fatherhood absolutely. and family and, and, yeah. but when, yeah. when, when the belonging breaks down, then fatherhood breaks down, motherhood breaks down, marriage breaks down. But it's the, the more that you are, you know, really bonded to your spouse and that that is your vocation like that that uh your union reflects god like it's the unity in the marriage you know it's um it's always uh we heard this quote the other weekend choose choose us over me or us over you or me like it should always be us it should never be me or you um uh but i i, I love um you know not to go through everything that you had shared but i, I I love and, and anybody who's listening, you got to go and watch the video. It's in our date night series. Um, but I love uh, one, one of the things that really made me uh, chuckle, but it's so true is, is when uh, Sarah, you said uh, you have to see the good and say it. Mm, yeah. Right. So that's what, something we talked. So once you like have that, okay, remember a belonging, like, uh, then we want to communicate that right to our, to our spouse, to our children, to, and to ourselves, but in the context of marriage, right? Like I need to communicate that. And I need to do that in, in a way we both do as spouses that, um, I know that Jason wants to hear it. Right. And so, um, just figuring out because we could be pouring out all, all kinds of love and affirmation to our spouse and it's not received <laughs> in the way that we, that we think. So like just communicating that, um, gosh, we could just go on and on about communication, but, um, that's another podcast, I suppose. Uh, <laughs> but, like just figuring out, like, I know, and, and just op- that open and sa- because we belong to each other, mm-hmm. right. Because that's a safe space. I can tell Jason, Hey, I know you love to like hug and cuddle. That's not, <laughs> that's, I love that sometimes, but not as much as I would love if you put the coffee on <laughs> or whatever that is. And because we have that understanding or like, that's a safe space to share. And then out of love for my husband, I can say, I know like his, the way I affirm that he belongs um, is with words of affirmation and also like physical touch. Like he, you know, he, um, so yeah, just, I don't know. I think that's part of it. I think, I think too, like, um, 
things are a little bit negative sometimes in our world. Maybe, mm. maybe, maybe it's just me, but uh, <laughs> there's you know, this like the, this divisiveness, this like, like kind of gossipy nature or, mm. or, you know, and, and it's so easy right now to be become isolated and critical, critical. Mm -hmm. And, and so if it, we, if, if we're not doing that as a, a couple, as you know, as spouses for one another to combat that, you know, to that, that helps when I uh, support and affirm Sarah, uh, that, that helps her, like draw her back away from that negativity, mm -hmm. that isolation mm -hmm. uh, that provides encouragement going forward. And mm -hmm. so I, I, I don't know, I, I think that that's something very simple and practical that that we've found has been helpful. Um, you know, so when I come back and, I, and I'm stressed out because of, uh, you know, like Ryan being on hold with AT&T for an hour and a half, uh, <laughs> you know, uh, dealing with internet or phone, whatever, like when my, when my spouse, you know, shares that appreciation for that sacrifice, that gosh, that, that helps us get through. And for our listeners, so Ryan just got off the phone for two <laughs> hours with AT&T because he loves me. <laughs> not me. <laughs> yeah, well, St. Paul the other day in the reading Hebrews said, be prepared to suffer, be prepared to suffer for the good of the gospel. And so for the, for the good of our bond, I thought I would um, kind of do those essential updates that we needed. Oh, man. So we can, <laughs> function the way we think we need to function so yes. but no it's no it's, it's an important part as, as you guys as sort of talking you know what comes to mind in in belonging is i, I was kind of just wondering uh, off the top of your head if are you, you know what, what would you say maybe jason when you when have you was there any particular moment that you can recall recently where you know that you belonged to god through each other you know in your marriage mm. Or vice versa, you know, like, because that's, that's really, I think, in many ways, um, I would kind of, and I was just sort of tell a little bit of story, maybe while you give that some thought, and I think we should all probably think about that. I, I came across a quote from this wonderful sister, I've never met her before, but this Italian sister named Mother Elvira, she formed this group called Sanacolo Communities, is for people recovering from addictive behaviors, and um, she said you, she's very simple. She never learned how to write. Some, she dictated this book she wrote, but uh, she said, you know, you are loved when you realize that someone is waiting for you. Mm. And it was really powerful because uh, she's come from a background, but you know, but obviously we're not <laughs> in addictive sort of behaviors right now. That's not what this podcast is about. But, you know, I think a good, kind of good question for all of us. When, when do you know that you belong to God, you know, in this marriage, through this marriage, mm -hmm. you know, or to each other? Mm. I think the thing that comes to mind, uh, and I, I can't remember, I think it's Paul where uh, he, he's talking about um, that God um, disciplines those he loves, mm. right? So, so um, when I, when my wife uh, gently reminds me that our children are in front of us and I'm on my phone, <laughs> <laughs> like, like that that gentle admonishment is, is an act of love, um, that there's a, a level of trust and, and I need a level of humility to be able to receive that. And I, you know, I mean, it's comical. We're, we're talking about this cause I have lots of room still to grow in receiving that admonishment. Right. Uh, but like, I mean, that's a, 
I was talking to Grace, uh, our, our second, you know, and this, this screen reality of school has been very hard for her. You know, she, she has autism and it's just, it's, it's, it's not good. And, uh, and, and it's a constant um, walking with and reminding, you know, to help her, you know, kind of tune out of the screen and come back. Wow. And it's it, that that's hard. Uh, but I, I was telling her, like when I heard that that scripture and was reflecting personally, I was like, Grace, I do this out of love. Like, like I know you can be more. I know that that you're called to 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 be the best version of yourself. And I'm gonna, I'm willing to like go through that challenging time uh in this struggle uh so that we can we can grow. Mm-hmm. We can grow. So that's Maybe not like the most um, flowery butterfly view of belonging, but it's a, it, for me, it's been important and helpful. Mine's more flowery and butterflies. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I would say um, that um, uh, I like maybe a lot of women, I have battled like um, a, a a negativity, um, negative sort of self-talk that became very early on something that, um, became a habit for me. Um, and so much so I don't even realize that I'm doing it sometimes. Mm -hmm. Um, and I think that played out in relationships early on and, um, my worth and my dignity and knowing that, um, knowing that, um, what I meant, to the Lord, who, who I am and my deepest dignity, but not, um, not seeing that in my relationships. Um, especially, um, with, uh, men. So, but then, um, meeting Jason, this is before we were married, but meeting Jason, I think Jason has, um, been a, an avenue in which God has used, to speak to my deepest part, most vulnerable part of my heart, mm. that I am worthy, I am lovable, I am mm. um, good and beautiful, and um, and so I think for me, um, it's so that's my deepest part of belonging is that I have someone whispering. Um, truth to me, um, all the time and, and reminding me of that. Um, so I love that. That that was a more poetic than flowery. Yes. And and so true. (laughs) And substantive. So, Oh, good job. I feel like you thought about this a little bit before you gave this some thought before. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I I love what you both, you both, I mean, we've all kind of focused on like fighting against like the negativity, Mm -hmm. um, Sarah mentioned like a lot of the lies, uh, you know, that are, are, are that are just whispered in our ear, right, or or yelled in our ear, you know, through, yeah. through through what we thought were friendships, through the news, through sometimes family members. Like there's just this constant like din, you know, that we're not valuable, that we're not loved, that we're not important, that we're not doing enough, that we're not enough, we're not good. I mean, it's just constant, mm-hmm. right? Um, but I, I love uh, what you also had shared in your witness video that said, you know, in your spouse, look for the good, never criticize and always lean into the gap. Like, don't, don't, don't wait. And so I just, I love that, like, you know, the, the idea of, of, of belonging to your spouse, that you belong to them and they belong to you and you, you both belong to God, that like, that is a, a wall 
against that negativity and, and just all the, all that would kind of tear us apart. So I, I love just that idea of like, you know, when you belong, you're holding tight and your friends and your family should be pushing you together, right? Yeah. Just like they were on your wedding day. But over the years, I feel like it, it, it's the reverse. Everybody's pulling you apart. And so if you're, if you're lean, if you're feeling distant from your spouse and you're leaning in and not waiting for them to lean in, like anytime there feels like there's a, a misunderstanding or a gap or a lack of connect, a connection, that, that you'd be the first one to lean in. And if you both are the first one to lean in to that, to that gap, that, that you're always going to be very close. Um, but I just, that was, I just thought so profound because I, you know, every time like there's a, you know, any sort of hiccup or we were at a, a marriage event recently and one uh, husband got up and said, and he was one of the speakers. He said, have you ever noticed sometimes that when your spouse leaves to go to the store or go to work or whatever, the way they close the door might have you worried and upset about what they're thinking for hours. Mm-hmm. And everybody laughed because it was true for pretty much everybody. And so like, I also know like, man, I gotta be careful how I close the door. You know? <laughs> 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 but just to any time there's even a presumed misunderstanding, just look for the good. Maybe the wind caught the door, right? maybe, maybe that old door handle needs to be replaced. By the way, it does, Ryan. It does. Need <laughs> <a lot>. <laughs> <laughs> um, the to-do list. <laughs> um, means to belonging. <laughs> right. <laughs> but to not criticize, to look for the good and to lean in. I just thought that was so powerful. Well, just, yeah. I, I think too, like, like as, as we're, you know, Oregon is much more still kind of locked down than maybe some of these other parts of the country, you know, mm-hmm. we're a little behind, but as we, we get to this next normal, like there has been a, a bit of a pause button that mm. has happened. Mm. Uh, and there's been some silver linings. Like the Lord has really used that as an opportunity for us to like kind of quality time, first things mm. first, you know, whether that's just coffee on a porch or, you know, whatever that looks like in your area. And so as we go kind of get back into to, to this next reality, um, how do we make sure that we're like, not, you know, not getting pulled apart again, right? Mm-hmm. You know, so what are, what are we going to maybe say no to or, or we're going to, hey, we're going to truly fight and hold on to this new habit we've developed as a couple, as a family. I think that's worth thinking about. We, we've had some conversations about that. Like, I, I want to have this, this coffee. This, this is a beautiful, sacred mm-hmm. space that we don't want to let go of. Mm. Yes. Yeah. I think too, like within that is um, just, I don't know. I, I again and again and again go back to date nights and or date, whatever that looks like, dating um, and pursuing that like connection. Mm-hmm. Not, um, you know, we're, we're, Jason and I are a credible team. And we can get the groceries and the laundry and the kids and the discipline and and get to church and you know, all these things. Um, and there can be like we work really well together. And there's an un like an um, undercurrent of love and all of that. But I think the connection piece, the like dating piece, the pursuing piece, um, mm. is is really important because otherwise we're just like two people who love each other. 
roommates, roommates who <laughs> can get a lot done, uh, <laughs> you know? And so, uh, yeah. So just that, that, um, that connection piece, that, that, uh, pursuing of, um, the friendship and the shared interests and we don't just love each other. We like each other too. <laughs> And as we uh, as we're wrapping up here, I just I, I love that that you know that we're not just roommates mm-hmm. um, that that happen to love each other. And it's so funny all the things like that you promise on your wedding day, like you know you don't promise you know honey I will I will make sure the fridge is fully stocked, honey I you know I, I promise to make sure the laundry is you know always kept up, you know that every sock will have a buddy. In no. <laughs> <laughs> these are not the things we, we, we vowed to on our, our wedding day. So I, I don't know that, you know, uh, yes. whether the fridge was full, you know, uh, perfectly or, or, you know, like that we got a lot done. I don't think yeah. that, that is going to uh, be the most important thing on our wedding day, you know, I, I, that we promised on our wedding day is going to be the most important thing at the end of our life. But yeah. the most important thing is going to be that we got our spouse to heaven with us, you know, and that we got our kids there too. So yeah. Amen. And then that goes back, maybe goes first before all the to-do lists, right? Rather than if we have any time left over. Yes. So don't, don't uh, save the leftovers for your spouse. Give them the first, uh, <laughs> the first <laughs> serving of your time and love and attention. Um, but thank you all so much for, for sharing and being on with us today. We're going to definitely have to have you all back because I feel like we just got started on this conversation. Thank you. It's always good connecting. God bless you. Thank you. Bye-bye. This little light of mine. Thanks for joining the Witness to Love podcast today. You can learn more about our tools to support God's beautiful vision for your marriage at witnesstolove.org. Make sure to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. We'd love to connect with you. Share how you and your spouse are being a witness to love in our world by using Witness to Love Movement hashtag on social media, and you'll have a chance to be featured in our stories. Always remember your marriage is called to be a light in the world. We'll see you next month. May God bless your marriage. I'm gonna let it shine This little light of mine I'm gonna let it shine Let it shine